My name is Doris Davenport. I am a correspondent for Black Muse Podcast. Black Muse is a video podcast series exploring the rich genealogy of Black culture. It's where creatives from the worlds of jazz, hip-hop, gospel, politics, sports, fashion, theater, and literature engage in the lively art of conversation. And today, I am so pleased to welcome to our Black Views listeners, not other than the gorgeous, talented, sultry Liz Michael. Welcome to Black Views. Oh, thank you for having me, Doris. What a pleasure. Great. You know, you are, look at that beautiful poster behind you, 1776. <laughs> <laughs> 1776 is taking Chicago by storm right now. I mean, a lot of people have been wondering, it's kind of hard to explain from a just a basic history perspective, how you can turn a musical into the signing, how you can turn the, Decla the, the signing of the Declaration of Independence into a musical. Tell us about 1776. Well, it was originally written and performed in 1969, and it actually won the Tony that year for Best New Musical. It beat out hair. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. And it's been revived before on Broadway. Um, there have been national tours. There's even a um, movie of it. Uh, you can go out on YouTube and, and look for the movie. But when it was originally done, because it is the signing of the Declaration and the founding of the United States of America, there were all white men and white women portraying all of the characters, you know. In this particular um, adaptation or reimagining of uh, 1776, just to give your, your viewers a little insight, I play Ben Franklin. <laughs> So I'm not your average Ben Franklin that you would think of when you think of the signing of the Declaration, Ben Franklin, and all of the names that we're familiar with that were connected with that signing. John Hancock, what, uh, and I did play that character uh, on Broadway and uh, when we first started it, uh, and then I graduated to Ben Franklin. My goodness. Well, I have to tell you, all everybody listening and watching this, I have seen the show and it is phenomenal. I don't care what your expectation is. I promise you that when you walk out of that theater, you are going to be telling everybody about it 
and because it just exceeds every expectation I possibly had. Let me ask you, I know that this show was going to come about during the pandemic and the pandemic, like, you know, it just put a wrinkle in everything. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the origin at um, Roundabout and even prior to that, how, how did 1776 conceptualize? Well, I came on board initially in 2019. Uh, there was a week-long workshop in New York, and Diane Paulus uh, was at the helm, the artistic director of American Repertory Theater on the Harvard campus there at Cambridge, Massachusetts. And um, she had been approached uh, and asked about directing 1776 and doing it with, and she didn't just always lean in, I don't know, but I don't think she, immediately leaned into uh, female non-binary trans bodies. Um, Maybe she did, but I know that she wanted a spectrum of people that would not have been in the room when the signing happened to make it reflect America today. So when when I first uh, entered into that that, uh, rehearsal room, there were all female non-binary trans actors portraying these roles. And I can't tell you how exciting that was to be sitting in that room and the electricity, it was palpable. It was, it was just electric in that room. And um, we, uh, had, she cast it and decided to do it. You know, we were initially supposed to do uh, the, the sit down in America at American Repertory Theater in um, uh, April, May, 2020. And then we were going to go on the national tour, which we're on right now. And then it was going to culminate on Broadway at the Roundabout Theater. Well, enter COVID. (laughs) And we all know how that. The great disruptor. But what was wonderful, uh, if you can call it that, about the whole COVID experience, when we were waylaid that way with the virus, um, Diane and the powers that be got the approval uh, mm-hmm. for us to do a Zoom workshop for two weeks. So Ooh. they still paid us, they paid the actors, and mm-hmm. we sat in our respective homes in all parts of the country um, and oh. zoomed in and connected with each other and connected with the text and the story mm-hmm. and uh, Diane's vision for the show. And at that point, Jeffrey L. Page was our choreographer and he stepped up to the helm to co-direct with Diane. Wow. Um, yes, yes, because we are, you know, um, people from various backgrounds and to make sure that, you know, it was an equal balance of, of the story being told from all perspectives. Now, you know, um, Lemmy Manuel with Hamilton, he has been quoted as saying that 1776, the musical is the inspiration for Hamilton. Mm. And I have read and written, seen many things that depict 1776 as the most accurate of the two historically. Talk to me about what it's like to be compared to the mega hit Hamilton and to be on this stage as a Black person. Well, I'm so grateful that anybody would would even mention us in the same sentence with Hamilton. First of all, <laughs> um, I, I got the opportunity to see that, and I, I have friends that have been in that uh, production on Broadway and touring through here, and and that was here in Chicago as well. Um, 
It's an honor to even be in the same sentence with Hamilton. I think the importance of both pieces is the fact that the bodies that the, the audience sees on stage reflects the bodies that are in the audience. And you can see yourself on stage or someone that looks like you or represents uh, your background, it lands and, and, and lands on you differently. The dialogue lands on you differently. You hear it differently. Um, and it just also um, reflects that we were a part of the, the building of this country from the very beginning. All of these beautiful people from different backgrounds and, and genders and yeah, we were here. And so that's what's exciting to me to, um, to be a part of the history of this country and not be forgotten like we were in the room and they said all men are created equal. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's something that people do walk away from whoever you are in the audience, you're going to see yourself on that stage. And if you're a white male and you feel that you don't see yourself on stage, well, you've been represented all I was going to say, well, yesterday. yeah, well, it just, I, I, I don't want to say get over it, but. <laughs> but get over it. Get over it. <laughs> Let, let's dig into your craft a little bit. How much fun do you have every night with your peers putting this production on, because it sure looks like you all are having a good time. Doris, we're having the times of our lives. I mean, I, I am, I, you know, uh, I've been around the block a few times <laughs> and I've been doing this thing longer than some of the people I'm sharing the stage with, but they're extraordinarily talented and they bring their hearts and souls every night to telling this story. And the, the talent is just extraordinary. So oh you goodness. stand in awe of everybody that you're, on stage with when you stand in the wings when you're not on stage and you look at people and and feel what they're doing it's it's a love fest up there I can tell you what's the most I don't know maybe emotional moment of the show for you do you ever find yourself in the oh, wings? I'm not gonna start now you know you'll start me crying <laughs> with this question because you've seen the show yeah um, I am a mother and a grandmother and here say I'm starting to get the little wave voice mm -hmm. on me um, there is a moment in the show where the courier, who's played by the magnificent mm. Brooke Simpson. Yes. Native I mean, nothing else, y'all. Come see the show to hear Brooke Simpson. <laughs> I, it's like nothing else. And, and, so and Brooke, Brooke is an, an indigenous uh, yes. person. She's she's a Native American from, I don't want to mess it up, Alawasaponi tribe, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and she does our land acknowledgments every night before we start, mm -hmm. because we know that that's part of this country, the fabric of this country. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started about how it was <laughs> taken away. And then, then people were imported to build it. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I could go on. Um, but there's a moment in the show where her character, the courier, reflects on what's happening on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. uh, with the the English coming in to try to you know gain their mm -hmm. order and make people you know pay taxes and and keep the the reign of English over this land, and uh, you know just everyday ordinary people took up the cause and took up guns and arms mm -hmm. and they said it was the United States. I, I quoted. I will quote uh, a line from. Uh, our town where I played the stage manager, which is another traditionally white 
older male role. Mm -hmm. He said they believed in it and they went and died about it. Mm -hmm. And the, the United States of America. And Brooke's character, the courier, sings from the perspective of the, of the soldier that mm -hmm. saw that battle. And I play during that song, all of the cast is on stage, but more so my, my part in that is that I play the mother who's looking for her son yeah. on the battlefield, who's been ravaged and torn by bullets. Mm. And, and it breaks my heart every night when I yeah. think of the mothers that lose children to drive by mm -hmm. shoes to the hands of the police, mm -hmm. to, you know, just horrible incidents in our community um, and, and in war and all of these atro atrocious things. Yeah. But from the heart of a mother, it touches me every single performance. Wow. Wow. You know, that song, Mama Look Sharp, it is absolutely beautiful. And, you know, still staying with your craft a little bit, you know, not every actor gets the opportunity to play dual roles. And, you know, it's already uh, unique um, to have an entire production that's female facing, be it female, transgender, non-binary. I mean, this cast is just beautifully representative of today's culture. Well, really of historical culture. You're here, you're um, here. Right, right, because it's not as if these people just showed up in line. Here all along. Yeah. <laughs> just have not been able to be represented in this light, and you're very correct. Yeah. Now, um, I happen to know that you are also an accomplished jazz singer. What does it um, mean to you to be able to share that part of your talent and gifting with this production? It is a gift for me. It is mm -hmm. a gift for me to be able to, to share that. Um, when I was cast as John Hancock, John Hancock, sang in the group numbers and I did portray mother, the mama in Mama Look Sharp in the group numbers. Mm -hmm. But being uh, cast as Ben Franklin, I do get the opportunity to kind of be out front and really sing the songs and add my flavor to the mix. <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I'm so happy about that. I was like, well, it's what I do and I, now I get to do it. So I, unfortunately, the, the, the beautiful lady that, um, that originated the role for us uh, regionally and on Broadway, she elected not to come on the tour. And that mm -hmm. has been a gift to me because um, when I found out, I just knew she was going all along. And mm -hmm. um, and I, I came into work one day at the roundabout and one of my cast members ran in and said, Patrina's not going, you need to be Ben Franklin. And I was like, what? Ooh. And then I started thinking about it, why not? I, I want to sing and dance and and lend my heart to this piece and and here we go. <laughs> Amazing when somebody plants that kind of a seed, something you hadn't necessarily thought about. No, well, I was understudying Ben, and I was mm -hmm. I was pretty nervous because I've never understudied anybody before. You know, when they set a character in motion and mm -hmm. all of the things and flavors that they bring to it, you want to make the character yourself, but you want to honor what they have done because it's, yeah. you know, it's a cog in a wheel. You That's know, right. Everybody has their own part to play. So you don't want to deviate too far from 
what they have set. So mm -hmm. I, she had big shoes to fill, even though she's much shorter and smaller than I am. <laughs> but, <laughs> but so to speak, she had big, I had, you know, I had to step into her shoes. And um, I'm grateful that the, our directors, um, our, our choreographer with Jeffrey L. Page, who uh, co-directed and choreographed um, along with our wonderful music director um, and, and, and everybody just rallied around me stepping into those shoes. That's it's, awesome. It's been amazing. I, I'm so grateful that I get to do that. When I think about you saying stepping into those shoes, uh, Jeffrey L. Page, choreographer and co-director, has a um, a number in there. And I'm a former jazz dancer. Uh, Come on, how, you know I was a ballerina first. What? Ballet, modern, and jazz. I majored in it in college. Let's see, yes, see, yeah. and T-neck turbos. My big body was in motion, honey. <laughs> Um, there's a mo there's a, a, a dance number that is in the beginning of the show, and it is absolutely one of my favorites because I just love the way you guys uh, do, do it, where you're literally pulling off the shoes of those old white men who's, who, who you're playing, and you're choreographically stepping in to the stepping shoes. Stepping into the shoes, pulling up the, the pants, putting on the waistcoats. We're mm. stepping back in time, and we're taking you with us. Yes, I just love that. That's right there. That always, it's so energizing. Well, you know, there's something else that um, Diane Paulus and Jeffrey Page did in this show that is just so stunning, and that's with the costuming. It's one thing I've been um, I've, I've I've represented uh, with press other shows where the costuming was made specifically for the actors, but here they've gone a step further. Tell us about, you know, just how they've allowed you all to own your costumes as you perform. That's the brilliance of Emilio Sosa. Mm -hmm. uh, some of your uh, viewers may know Emilio from, um, uh, what's the, 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 the project uh, a Runway. He, he yeah. was a project runway. I can't remember which season. And mm -hmm. Emilio has gone on to do award-winning designs for theater, um, I, I was um, honored to have been uh, had a design uh, by him for another show that I did at American Repertory Theater. But he has hit Broadway, and right now, I, I don't want I don't want to say it's two or three shows, but I know Hercules is running right now at the Paper Mill. I know that he costumed that, and several others. Mm -hmm. um, Ain't no mo. I think was another one that he did on Broadway. So we were running simultaneously. Mm -hmm. Ain't no mo. But Emilio and and Diane and Jeffrey and uh, uh, Mia Neal, who uh, did the wig and hair design, uh, came mm -hmm. Academy Award winning Mia Neal, I might say. <laughs> she won the Academy Award for uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Um, they all got together and they wanted us to. Uh, have the essence of mm -hmm. ourselves to speak through these, you know, under these waistcoats. We were yeah. putting the waistcoats on, but who we are is very important, mm -hmm. uh, and and what we can bring to it, our 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 ourselves. Like I said, my big six one self mm -hmm. gets to put on don that jacket, but I have to remain Liz. You mm -hmm. know, uh, I tell the truth, and I I tell everything that I can through the text mm -hmm. uh, because we're all human at the end of the day but I can't be anything else but this right. 
So they wanted to make sure that we felt empowered. So mm -hmm. if you see um, the, the beautiful, gorgeous woman that plays John Hancock now, Onika Phillips, yeah. she has a mohawk. It is just stock, but it is strikingly, I mean, just striking. Yeah. And yeah. that is her signature. That's Onika. That's who she is, Onika, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. You see uh, beautiful locks on the stage or or mm -hmm. shaven heads. And and that's part of who we are. The jewelry. I, now I adorn myself. Yeah. I, I had to scale back as men. Because as, <laughs> as John Hancock, they let me get away with the biggest hoops I could get away with. <laughs> but I had to kind of bring it down. But but um, the costuming and that was very, very uh, strategic. Mm -hmm. and making sure that the essence of who we were was able to shine through. Yes, things. and I know uh, that Brooke Simpson has a piece of turquoise jewelry that's been and in her family hers. for over 30 years, her tribe, yeah, yes. that she's incorporated. Yeah. That is just phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Now, where does 1776 go next? We will go to Des Moines, Iowa. Uh -huh. We'll be a week there next week, mm -hmm. and then we'll be in Denver for two weeks after that. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll take a just short little break for about a week, and then we're in LA for a month. We'll mm -hmm. be in California for about six weeks. Oh, then that is fantastic. We head back east. We'll be performing uh, across the nation through the beginning of August. Okay, well, that's great. And you're playing here. Tell us about the run here in Chicago. Where are you, where are you performing? We are at the CIBC Theater on Monroe, and we will be there through this Sunday. We have two shows mm -hmm. today, a show tomorrow, Friday, two Saturday, and we end with a matinee on Sunday. And I don't know if your viewers know, but there is a $25 lottery that happens every morning between nine and five. You can get $25 tickets. All um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Come that is... That is absolutely awesome. I tell you, this is the musical 1776, and it is based on, of course, the events that are leading up to the signing of the Declaration of Independence. And I just have to tell you what you all do on that stage. I'm just so proud. I'm so proud when I see you all. I'm just telling everybody I can about it because 1776, the musical, is a must-see, recommended five stars. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Doris. I, I, we couldn't think of a higher recommendation than coming from you, because I know you've seen a lot of theater and a lot you support the arts. So thank you so much. This is true. Liz Michael, who plays Ben Franklin in 1776, the musical. Thank you so much for joining Black Muse, where creatives from the worlds of jazz, hip hop, gospel, politics, sports, fashion, theater, theater, and literature engage in the lively art of conversation. My Thank you so much.